Welcome back to the X Podcast. New year, new you. I'm new. This is what you always say. New year, new year, new. new. It is a brand new year. I feel. I feel. You look fresh. I feel fresh. I feel ready for a new year. Yeah. Ready for a fast. Are you a big new year guy? Big new year goals? What do you mean by big? I do feel like big. Yeah. Big guy. All that chicken. All that that food over the break. Um, I feel good. Had a birthday. Mm. I am 39, and uh, so yeah, you were so, a decade ago. Yeah, whoa, okay, I'm not that old. Stop it. He's lying again. So, anyways, it was a good break, and uh, here we are, New Year. I like, I do like New Year. I think I look forward to it, mm. partially because I it, I'm all about like reset, yeah. mind reset, new like okay, what am I going to do this year for health? What am I going to do this year? So. I do feel like I start off the year with a lot of fire, I, and I'm very consistent and very routine person. But when I get toward the end of the year, is where I think I kind of start getting a little lazy yeah. on like mm-hmm. what I'm eating, what I'm doing, and yeah. so I feel like I, yeah, yeah. I this year I feel like more than most I've thought a lot about the new year before the new year came. Yeah, and I feel like back in November I'm like I'm kind of ready to step into a new year, and, and mm-hmm. let's talk about what that new year is. Yeah. The year, the year of the goat. goat. That's right. For anybody out there who's been misled to think that the LeBron James is the greatest, he is one of the greatest. Yes, he is. He's he's inched up pretty close, but mm-hmm. no, it's the year of the goat. The I, the it, goat. it is my, um, it is on my agenda to, to, I would like to probably by the time this year is out, meet Michael Jordan. Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I probably will. I'm venturing to say I'm going to own about five or six pair of Jordans. Hmm. I feel like I've like at this new hobby quest. I got yeah. my first pair last year. Yeah, I got a pair of Jordan sixes that came out that are just I love them. They're hmm. awesome, and I always wanted Jordans when I was a kid, and I never could afford them. And then life moved on, and I didn't follow the whole like Jordan craze because they're still crazy. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. They just every month, every couple weeks, there's a new release date, and there's a new. The 11s, the 9s just came out. They got the 4s. They got Iron Ore 4s coming out in, like, June or July of this year. Mm. They're they're awesome. Mm. I really would like to get my hands on. The challenge is getting your hands on. Yeah. So, I kind of feel like it's, like, my new thing. Because mm. I like shoes. and I run, So, it's like, okay, it's getting some Jordans. Some ones I want. So, yeah. I mean, you just yeah. get them. I've turned down several pairs that I could buy. They're expensive, so I'm mm. not just going to buy them. The ones I want. So this is the year of the goat. This is the year of Michael Jordan. This is number twenty-three. I think it's going to be the year of collecting Jordans. Mm. Some you should do it. I think I'm going to if yeah. I can afford to. I'm going to. I'm going to you can play more golf this year. I feel like I, you, yeah. I feel like you got more back into golf last uh, yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't like, talk about that. I played but. golf at the end of last year. I need to buy a new set of clubs. I really do. I was looking. I went and kind of did a little bit of a fitting, mm-hmm. and then I didn't spend the money on them because it was a lot of money. Mm. So how much? Oh, they were like. New iron. I, I can't believe how much they've gone up. New irons were like twelve hundred dollars, thirteen hundred. Holy smokes! Just for the irons, I need to replace my bag. There's a lot of things I need to do. Anyways, but I did. I started playing a little bit. I played one for Rice, and I was like, that was kind of fun. I actually played well, and I beat the guy. Yeah. And I hadn't played golf in like a year, hmm. and I had fun. And so that you know, when you play well, it just kind of gets you hooked yeah. back into it. So I don't think I'll ever be like. 
crazy like I was. But into you felt it. the momentum of it. I did. I felt it. I felt it. So I felt like I'm going to be a golfer this year. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about how to make this year different. Because we, oh, you know, in, in our faith context, we're starting a 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yeah. And kind of our tagline under it is this year will be different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe 22 was amazing for you, but I'm sure you still want to make this year better. Yes. Or maybe 2022 did not go how you planned. Uh, beauty of it is. First of all, it is a new year. Yes. No year goes how you plan. That's true. Let's be honest. Maybe it didn't go as good as you planned. <laughs> yeah. Let's say that. Maybe it didn't go as good yeah. as you'd hoped. Yeah. But 2023, there are things out of our control that we don't know could be coming. Yep. But there are things that we can do to posture ourselves, leverage our lives uh, in the right direction. So let's talk about a few of those things. Well, you know, just as you were saying that, you know, I think every year there are unexpected things, mm-hmm. good and bad. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we found out that we our daughter is pregnant her and her husband so you know there's like good things that happen that are unexpected there's bad things that happen that are unexpected i think um when i think about how do i make this year different Mm -hmm. the first thing that comes to my mind is i will not be able to control all of those external things yeah but if i can make the internal part of me different Mm -hmm. how i respond to them how i walk through them how i handle them what i'm like on the other side of them yep that's going to determine whether or not this is a good different or a bad different year because there's gonna i mean we're I mean, that is the sad realities. You could sit with all the hope in the world at the beginning of the year. This is going to be the greatest year. I remember right. when 2020 came around oh, and wow. we did a series. It was a, this is the year of vision. I mean, I was like new decade. Mm-hmm. It's 2020. It's a year of vision. We did the whole series on these cards and then three, you know, weeks after the series, five weeks after the series, just the world, shut the world shut down. And yeah. it was like, that was a year from Hades. Yep. And so again, I think when we we think about how do I make this year different or it will be different mm-hmm. is not a declaration that only good stuff's going to happen to right. me. It's a declaration that I'm going to take the necessary steps mm-hmm. to change what needs to change to move yeah. to create some momentum yeah. in That's my good. life this year. That's good. Uh, one of the things that we do. So let's talk about how do we do that. I think you know one of the practical. It's, it's both practical and spiritual. One of the things that we do is we begin every year with 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yeah. So we're uh, a spiritual community. And so part of that is we believe that the greatest dimension and level of reality is actually spiritual. Mm-hmm. That spiritual isn't peripheral. Spiritual is actually essential. It's it's central to who we are as human beings, to what life's all about. There's more going on in the unseen than the seen. And who we're becoming, the core of who we're becoming, is actually what's going to filter out to every aspect of our lives. So that's part of it. Another part of it is this whole concept of the power of firsts. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's an element to that that's that's more biblical. There's something all through Old Testament, and we, we would say continues through New Testament, the power of first fruits, mm-hmm. that um, the first and best of my life yeah. I'm going to bring to God. And in doing so, it's, it's a tangible way to put him first and to prioritize. Yeah. Uh, eternal things. It's another way to put my heart and my posture in the right place. And then we also believe that there is, in, in the spiritual world, blessing and reward that comes, and it kind of orders everything else in our lives. There's this, I can't remember what translation, but there's a translation of a verse that says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. There's one translation that says, seek first and foremost God and it'll order the rest of your life. And so I'm a big believer in that. Um, that what you do first brings order to what comes next. Mm-hmm. 
And so, but I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of applications to that. So there's, there's the first and the best first fruits. A lot of times in old Testament and a church context is financial. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put God first in my finance. I'm going to trust him first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's so many applications of that that could be powerful. Yeah. I think I, I noticed that how I begin my day matters. Mm-hmm. And whether you're talking spiritual or secular, there's so many things that talk about the the <clears throat> most important part of your day is what you do first. Your first 20 minutes, your first two hours. Yeah, uh, I read a book in 2016 by a guy, not not a guy of faith at all, um, but it was a self-published book called The Miracle Morning, and it was about the six habits of what he does first in the in the in, in the morning. Mm. And he was this, I think, if I remember right, this broke college kid who stumbled onto these six things and he did it first. And became wildly successful, mm. wildly successful financially and career and relationships and even just his internal sense of meaning and purpose. And it was like the six things I do every morning. And it started with something as simple as I'm going to brush my teeth first every morning and drink a glass of water. Two, I'm going to have visualization. I'm going to have meditation. I'm going to have all these things. And and so anyways, I, I thought it'd be interesting to talk for a few moments, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're listening and you would consider yourself a faith person or not. What does it look like to leverage the power of firsts? What does it look like to leverage your day, yeah. your week, your month? What do you do? Do you have any of those principles in your life yeah. of uh, putting something first, yeah. whether it's your year or your day, that you've seen the momentum of that? Yeah. For me, like you mentioned earlier when you were just saying that, I, I immediately thought, okay, the very first two things that I prioritize as part of my well-being is my spiritual and physical. Okay. So probably somewhere in there would be good to tie in emotional, but I probably don't. So the, um, sometimes with spiritual, I do, mm-hmm. depending on how I'm, you know, processing a devotional or journaling or something like that. But so after I get up and get ready for that day, like my regular routine is to have a portion of reading the Bible, prayer, a devotional type of moment. Like that's, that's, I try to do that consistently, Mm -hmm. try to do that, you know, throughout the, throughout the week, every day. Um, but that really is, so I get up, I get up pretty early. My alarm's about five 30. Um, it was earlier than that when I was writing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so five 30, actually it might be five 38. Is that weird? Do you set your alarm for exact amounts? Like, is it even numbers? Mm, Yeah. Mine's 539 right now. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is five. 39. Why? Sunday why? is 529. Wait, why? Uh, I don't know. And then I don't set one. I try not to set one. I still do get up. Sometimes I do on Fridays. I don't have to get up early now on Fridays, but I still go to the gym Friday morning. So I do. Um, I, I don't know. I think it had something to do with, you know, snooze time was nine minutes. And so I'd hit that once and it, it didn't, it didn't make sense. I don't know. I just picked random numbers. I don't know. It was very weird. It's not very type A. Very weird. Um, yeah. You know, I think I, I, it, I always try to inch it back. So it's like, okay, if it was 540 and you hit snooze, then you end up here. So why don't you bump it back to like 538? And you, I, I don't know. Weird. But anyways, so I try to, it's pretty much mm-hmm. about five or six days a week. You know, I probably try to get up around that time. Mm-hmm. I don't as much set an alarm. Uh, I, I try not to if I don't have to, like on a Friday or Saturday. I still usually get up 630 or 7 and go to the gym, go do whatever. I don't really sleep in, sleep in. Hmm. But so I always try to kind of start my day, orient my day with uh, a moment, just reading, 
uh, scripture. I don't really read other books in my devotional time. I don't really do that. I know some people do. Maybe you do. I don't know. I just, I usually just the Bible. Sometimes I journal or just pray after that uh, with it. I usually don't, but when, with, with uh, if I'm in the middle of a book like Burning My Bones, Eugene Peterson, that's like really speaking it. to me, then after scripture and journal or whatever, I'll, I'll read bits. I'll read a chapter. Yeah. I've been doing that. I've been reading through Dallas Willard's Renovations of the Heart, and that's been a good supplemental. Yeah. After scripture, I'll yeah, read a chapter. That's good. So I usually will start my day with that, and then I'll usually begin before I go to work, I go to the gym. Mm. And so I do it at least four or five days so a week. you never go to the gym after work? Never. Hmm. Always before. Hmm. I would say never. Every once in a while. And if my family wanted to go or something, then I'd go with them sometimes or whatever. But no, usually in the morning, first thing. Hmm. So that's I, I, I find that by the time I get home after work, I'm either too distracted, I get too tired, I get this, that it's not, it doesn't become priority for What me. do you do after work? Go home, usually make dinner or whatever, get ready for dinner with my wife, you know, whatever we're doing or whatever, or Audrey, um, and then usually just hang out with her, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever we want to do. Um, you know, sometimes we, sometimes we go, you know, it's, it's so weird because we've noticed this. In the summer, when there's lots of daylight, do all kinds of things in the winter it's 6 30 and we're like man i'm ready to put my i don't really wear pajamas but i to put my pajamas on she does you know it's like she wears like sweatpants i'm ready to put myself ready to get in bed you know how it gets dark at five o'clock mm -hmm. you get home you feel like man my day's over six six thirty seven it just feels weird what time do you actually get in bed <clears throat> 10 30 11 11 30 i mean i don't actually go to bed that's the problem get in bed by i mean could get in bed at you know, we, we were watching last month, we were watching Wednesday, the series. And so we're like, oh, you want to watch that, you know, show? And it was like, okay, nine o'clock or something. But the, the problem is from getting up early is I tend to fall asleep when I'm watching this stuff. Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock, I just, but I'll kind of wake up, power through, and then I'm up till 12, mm -hmm. 1230. It's not great. And then get I, I think, I need, yeah, I need to do better at getting yeah. more sleep. I'm, I'm really Same. bad about it. Yeah, I'm bad at it. And they say that getting sleep is really helpful for losing weight, is helpful for working out for a lot of muscle. science now is saying even with the power of exercise and the power of nutrition the king component is actually sleep above all else i don't know if that's true but anyway that's, that's what they're saying. saying right now but so i i that's i just kind of have a regular rhythm where those are i feel like i got to get those done before i go to work mm -hmm. okay what about there, you there is something really special about that oh it just depends on the season if i'm doing really well like i will i don't know all else being equal, uh, a typical day, I'll get up around 6.30, and um, I, my rhythm in the morning is I'll have a little JBL, I'll put it on, I have a morning kind of playlist, this more like worship devotional, I'll put it on, I'll do my pour-over coffee rhythm, bring over my coffee, have uh, devotions, and um, maybe journal, maybe read a little bit. Yeah, I don't uh, do it every day, I mm -hmm. I. I do it maybe yeah. a couple times a, a week, a year, yeah. three times maybe. Well, then after, after I'm done with coffee and devotions, I will make breakfast. I'm a big breakfast person, so I'll always make like eggs and sausage and stuff in the morning, and uh, get ready and yeah, get to work. And then do, you know you work out in the evening, in the evenings, and so you do it at the. And last. then sometimes I'll depending on I've I've it's the last in, part in 2022 day. I had a I did decent amount of consistent writing. So depending on how passionate I was about trying to move towards a goal, I I will say early in the fall, probably like July through October, 
I would get up sometimes around five or five thirty, mm-hmm. had devotions, then write for an hour. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gearing, that I'm gearing up for that because I started one and I have not been consistent yeah. at all. But that's one thing. Like yep. New Year's, mm-hmm. when the, there is something almost like mentally that flips, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna start. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it's bad. We really shouldn't need just a calendar change, right, to get us motivated to do something. And that's why I always kind of hate toward the end of the year by December. I feel like I end up getting lazy in my mind. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, there's January. Yeah. And now there's a lot of studies come out that say, you know what, you should give your body that natural circadian rest a little in the winter to recoup and, yeah. you know, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, then yeah, I normally work out in the evenings. Um, depending on what time I leave, I always say that I'm going to have my gym clothes with me and leave and get to the gym by 5.15. It never happens. Because no. I'm usually leaving off of between 5.15, 5.45, and then I'm going home because I forgot something. Mm. And then by the time I get coffee or pre-workout or whatever I'm doing and get there, it's six o'clock. And then in the winter, we talk about kind of this phenomenon, especially when it's cold outside, sometimes for far too long, once I get to the gym, I'm curious, anybody listening to this, you do the same thing. I will sit there. I will sit in the car for 10 minutes before I actually go in. Hmm. Um, And I've noticed a big difference between my energy level to really lean into a workout Hmm. at 515 versus 615. Once it gets six fifteen, six thirty, seven o'clock, no worse, worse. Really? Um, so I, if, if I can, in an ideal world, if um, I could work whenever the heck I wanted to, I would go to the gym around three o'clock, because for whatever reason, early afternoon, my body responds to go to bed. really well. Really, or early afternoon. I've gone sometimes in the mornings, like last week, randomly one morning, I got up, I was like, I need, I want to work out before work, and I did it, and it was really good. Um, working out super early like you do, my body doesn't respond too well early. I'm usually not there till like seven thirty. It's not that early. Yeah, seven thirty, seven forty. I by the time I see that would that. see that would be too late for me because I I I probably spend too much luxurious time in the gym. Yeah, you have, you have to stay pretty focused. You get done an hour. Because part of going at night that I enjoy is I have community there. Yeah. But the other part is you I sit in the really sauna for three hours. Sauna. You yeah. sit in the sauna for a little until but you're wrinkled. 20 minutes. Until you're uh, an old grape. It's usually 15 to 20 minutes. I just yeah. love the sauna. To me, that's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the day. Yeah. So after a good workout, get my protein shake, get my playlist, go in the sauna, and just, oh, so relaxing. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's mine. So we're, we, we, that's like regular rhythm. That's regular And then rhythm. start of the new year. Start of the new year. I, I think uh, I've really embraced you know, last several years, I think even more so in looking forward to the fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's your experience with it? Mm, like in the past, like what's my experience with it been? Yeah. Like yeah. what? What? Why do you enjoy it so much? What, um, what power or benefits have you experienced through it? Yeah. I. I think it. Uh, okay, for a few reasons. One, I think it it helps recenter mm-hmm. me uh, spiritually. Uh, really, kind of you know, sparking something. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, like I said, I feel like almost by the time I get to the end of every year, there's just, I feel like I'm a little bit, and maybe it happens somewhat spiritually. I mean, I'm still doing my devotions or that, but I feel like even in my mindset, I get almost autopilot, mm. you know, end of the year. And I just, I don't know, there's something about maybe the break from Christmas to new year that we do that kind of rejuvenates me mm-hmm. going into the new year. I get excited about, okay, mm-hmm. this year, this is what I'm going to do. I really get my, I kind of get my mind wrapped around that. Mm-hmm. 
And then I think the fast kind of really helps. It helps me get recentered spiritually, but it also helps me uh, get back in the mode of discipline. Mm. That's a side benefit. Yeah. It's not the primary reason, but a side benefit is it helps me um, reestablish discipline in my life. Mm. Like that. The reestablishment of discipline. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, I don't, it's not like my primary reason, but I do think it is a a big benefit Mm -hmm. that for 21 days of of the discipline of saying no, Mm -hmm. the discipline of even trying to, I sometimes try to be like really consistent in my workouts and other things. It's like, it's almost like, I, I like to approach the fast at the beginning of the year more holistic mm-hmm. not just spiritual mm-hmm. the how can i also reset myself physically how do i reset my my mind how do i reset my mo- you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how do i reset all of that during that that yeah. period of that fast do you find it hard to focus you know the power of focus you, uh, for a yeah. spiritual fast is the spiritual yeah um, for me, at times I've struggled with, if I'm doing that, I'm like, I'm paying attention to what I'm, what weight, what weight I'm losing or what I'm whatever not. else other than do you struggle? Yeah. Um, or is it for you? No. It's just holistically works. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's ever, never been a big struggle in that regard. I think one thing that could be a great idea to do during the fast, maybe I'll do that this year, you know, because you know, you, you, you do. And again, I always want to try to do things for the right reason. But you know that there's like, oh, here's a side benefit of I need to eat better. Right. So I'm going to also deny myself things that I would want to do, um, which is it is. And so, but then you can be so focused. It's that whole 40X thing we do at the church is that whole, I'm focused so much on the lag measure rather than the lead measure. Right. And I don't want to do that. And so I think a good practice, and maybe this is something that we could do during the fast together. Mm. All right. We're not allowed to get on the scale. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Maybe we do that. Yeah. We're not distracted by it. I get on the scale I, until probably more recently where I can really tell, but I get on the scale almost every day. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a, some of that was a little bit of my accountability partner. So, you know, when I see it inching up, I'm like, yeah, I've yeah. been really undisciplined in my eating. I've been this, so I need to kind of rein it back in. You know, let's eat well for this. Let's have a, let's go have a fun moment on this day that, you know, let's mm-hmm. not just do it whenever and however much. Right. And so that's my accountability partner, but I think it could sometimes go, oh, I'm not seeing the results that I want. Well, right. okay, I don't want that to be a distraction is right. why I'm doing the fast. It could yeah. be a nice side benefit, but it's not the reason for it. What, um, go back, because I like that term, reestablishment of disciplines. What are, if you can be vulnerable, what are some disciplines you feel like you've let slide? Do you have any that you want to I mean, reclaim or reestablish in the near? Um, so I think... What always happens for me, I'll, I'll give I'll give uh, one spiritual one, mm-hmm. and I'll give uh, one um, maybe practical one, natural one. Uh, spiritual discipline is I will be consistent in my devotional time, but it, there's just seasons where it becomes. Uh, it's good that it's a habit, mm-hmm. but it but it doesn't have the emotional energy yeah. that I think I really want to put toward it. Or I should put toward it, right? So, you know, it can become that whole, you know, I check a box off. Yeah. I do this, you know, and I, and I don't want it to be that way. But I also think there's a power of being consistent even in seasons when you don't feel it every time. Right. And so I, I'm very consistent and and I don't, you know, really get behind. If I miss a day or so, I don't beat myself up. But I'm like, I'll catch up and I'll be there sometimes I'm ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really ahead almost of 22 last year because I went from 
doing a seven-day plan to a five-day plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of different even in going, okay, what do I do on those two days? And, you know, how do I really... Um, so I always approach that differently for some reason. What? Those two days? Yeah, I always forget that it's a five-day plan. Yeah, I, I do it every or day, and then I just give myself permission to... Maybe it's because in the back of my mind, I, I know it's that you're ahead. a five-day plan, yeah. but I give myself permission to camp out. Yeah, so I would just... And that's cool. I, I would just go because my i'm used to every day of the week and do this mm-hmm. and then when doing the five-day plan i'm like oh i'm really far ahead you know and then i can relax a little bit but then it's you know but i don't want that i want that consistent rhythm however right. that looks so so for me i think there is when i put the mental energy into the fast which is i'm not gonna eat this i'm not gonna eat mm-hmm. this i mean i have to prepare this i have to think this i need to i'm not gonna eat these things you know when i do that there's something about it that gets me, I think, even more emotionally invested in my spiritual time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, so I do think that there's something that kind of I want to say, it, and I think when you deny yourself one thing mm-hmm. and lean to another, I, I do think that there, God meets you in that and it yeah. can ignite a little bit of something inside of yeah. you. And so for me, it's it's kind of, and it doesn't always feel like that going through every fast, but a lot of times, you know, I have. Mm-hmm. It, it just, I want it to ignite an excitement for those moments, mm-hmm. those personal moments again. Yeah. Whereas maybe they were on autopilot. Yeah. And so, so I think sometimes the fast can help do that. Yeah. Plus we aren't add to that like additional things. So it's not my regular, yeah. but you know, we're having a, a time of prayer together. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a time that we first, uh, of every uh, Wednesday of every you know month that we're like, Hey, we're already here praying. It's, you know, rhythm that we had. And we're like, well, let's just see if anybody wants to come, they can come in the morning. Right. And so I, I think that's been good in the natural. I think the, the benefit has been for me is, um, is to get myself disciplined mm-hmm. in, in what I eat. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, and I'm kind of one of those people I'm, I'm, I'm not a good on and off person. I'm either like, I'm like a light switch. Mm-hmm. I'm like either it's always on or it's not always good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what I eat. Yeah. So I feel like there's something about the habit of doing something like two years ago I started, I was like, I'm going to, I'm not going to use the fast in a way to also go, this is going to kickstart a change in my eating habits. And I did that two years ago in 21. And I just kept, I mean, I, I added things in that I didn't allow myself to have for the fast that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I drink only water when I did it, you know, and, uh, for my drink and I, you know, and I cut out all sugars and sweets and even like substitute sweets. Right. Like if I do it, when I do it, if I'm not doing sweets, I'm not going, well, you know, and keto, you can have these because it's not sugar, it's erythritol. No, I, I cut out all the sweets. Yeah. And so there's, so I allowed myself a little bit of that here, but I kept really strict for six months straight. Hmm. And then, and then I allowed myself a little bit, but I kept for the most part for a year, year and a half. Yeah. I feel like I let myself kind of go, so to speak, um, over the, this, this past like several months more than ever. And so I kind of look at it as like, okay, this can be an opportunity for me to, uh, embrace what habit comes out of this mm-hmm. which is a discipline in, in my eating mm-hmm. so the older i'm getting the more important that is yeah so i don't know i, I guess there's a spiritual aspect and yeah. there's a natural aspect probably yeah. what about you um several things i think one is on, on the spiritual standpoint one of the things i've noticed especially the last few years that i feel like maybe i've let lag for i mean it's kind of shameful to say a lot of the year is how much more prayer I would mm-hmm. want to be in my life. I would say I spend time with God every day. That's 
That's that's been kind of ingrained in my life for a long time. But specifically during fasting seasons, the amount of prayer. Yeah. Scripture kind of stays the same, but I'm adding so much more prayer. Like you said, during yeah. where there's prayer nights, and then just the sense, just the fact that you are fasting and that there is a spiritual emphasis and you're getting in more, in more focus in that spiritual zone and going after God and seeking God, I just naturally pray a lot more. And that that habit of, of extra prayer is being reestablished, I've noticed. Um, I feel like during fasts, like it, 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 it's a completely spiritual, unless you just do it for show or you do it and you're legalistic about it. It's, it's pure spiritual. And I feel like, I feel like it can be easy to read scripture with your head, but not your heart. But I feel like it's harder to pray without your heart. Yeah. Um, that's true. It, it can be really easy to go through emotions and read scripture. It can, but I like how Leonard Ravenhill says it. He said, there's no showing off in the prayer room. Yeah. When it's just you before God, they're, they're all, it's just you naked before God. And all it is is spirituality. All it is, is you doing real soul to soul work with God. All it is, is you getting in the presence of God. And, and so anyways, I feel like that is a, a, a habit that becomes reestablished. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Then there's some practical things, I think. Kind of going back to the first of the day thing, I think one of the things, one of the bad habits I've accumulated a lot, I feel like over the last half year, has been first thing in the morning, grabbing my phone, searching through news and social media and email, and just, I've gotten probably worse at that. I don't know why over the last few months than I've been in a long time. And so usually when I'm hitting reset, like you said, it's spiritually, uh, usually when I'm doing fasting, I kind of, program it to where I'm also doing a dopamine reset. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm usually getting rid of social media for me. I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of most of secular music, non-worship music. Um, there's, there's some, obviously some food aspect to it. So it's a lot of it is a dopamine mm-hmm. detox, um, that's, that, that, that's helpful with yeah. food, with attention span, <clears throat> with, yeah. with mental and emotional focus and health. Mm. Um, and so that's a lot of it. I think for me is, are, are those things, um, and I'm good. trying to think what else. That's good. Um, I think that's a good point. I think, you know, what's interesting about a fast and I want to say this just in case anybody's, you know, watching or listening, that's, that's, uh, I just consider, not consider yourself a faith person. There are a lot of, I would say non-religious in, groups and people that mm-hmm. engage in fasts, mm-hmm. not just like a regular intermittent fasting, but actually right will do fast. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something I think really powerful about the discipline of yeah. resisting something and saying no to something mm-hmm. in your life. And so I just say too, if you're, if you're not a spiritual person, maybe the whole idea of like, Oh, prayer with God, that's just seems foreign to you. And you're like, I, I don't even know if God's real. That's, mm-hmm. that's fine. I encourage you. You can even, whether you do it kind of with our community or not, try it mm-hmm. try yeah. and set, give yourself something that's like, give itself 21 days or give yourself that's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to have, yes, you know, sugars. I'm right. not going to have coffee mm-hmm. and, you know, this or, you know, or I'm not going to, I'm only going to eat these things mm-hmm. or do, do something like that. There's something I think that really does help motivate. I, I found that when I get, it's hard at first. This is what I found. Mm-hmm. Coming off sugar, example, like especially, I think is really hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I've also found just in the natural is three or four days into it, maybe five days into it. I stop craving sugar. Yeah. It is amazing. Like you can feel it the moment you stop. So I I think that carries over to 
probably every area of your life. Yeah. The things that you do on a daily basis that I'm not even talking about bad things. It's not like addiction to alcohol or drugs or, you know, I'm talking about there are things that we do every single day that we don't realize mm -hmm. that we've created uh, a, a, an appetite for and we've created a dependency on yeah. in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And I think when you remove those things and all of a sudden you're like, you know, so it's it's hard yeah. for a few days. But then I'm yeah. I'm telling you, I get done. I'm like, yeah, I don't care if I have a sweet. Yeah. It's I'm like, I, it really is. So I've always like, okay, how do I carry that yeah. forward? So I think even for a practical reason, mm -hmm. try a fast. I kind, you know what I want to start doing? Maybe, maybe offline we should we should create some of these. I think I've tried to with you before, but I love Chad Veach at the beginning of every month. He has a monthly challenge. Mm -hmm. It's like this month, no sweets. I'm going to run this many miles, whatever. It looks different every month. Mm -hmm. But every month he creates a monthly challenge. So that it's not like once a year I'm doing something hard. Because this right. whole thing is I do hard things. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but he had a quote that I told yeah. you back in February. Sure. Yep. It was, um, denial is more rewarding than indulgence. Mm -hmm. And I really kind of rallied around that for a while. I want to kind of reclaim that. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think... It is. There's something. Like, I always want to okay. treat myself in a healthy way. Yeah. But there is something more rewarding when you kind of grow your no, when you kind of grow your sense of restraint. Because... Fasting is is about as much what you're taking out as is what you're putting in. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we try to incorporate combined right. our spiritual community, prayer and fasting. Yes. You're removing something, but you're trying to increase yeah. the prayer aspect. Yep. And if you're not a spiritual person, mm -hmm. you know, you could remove some mm -hmm. food thing. You could increase something. Maybe it's reading. Yep. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's listening to yeah. positive things. Yeah. Maybe it is listening to a message. Maybe you don't ever go yeah. to church, but maybe there's like, okay, I'll listen to some of these messages. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe somebody that you've heard of or someone you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any of ours. You just, I want to listen to them and just, yeah. I, I think, be open-minded to, yeah. to it. And I, I do think that there is, to never require some discipline. Mm -hmm. it, it goes beyond just even that. I think there's something really powerful about discipline in your body. Like, mm -hmm. I have I am so regimented in working out. It does not matter how I feel; mm -hmm. it's on my schedule. Yeah, I don't ever mm -hmm. wake up and go, you know, I just don't feel like going to the gym. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't care how I feel. Right, I'm going to the gym. Right, I'm such a a, a routine mm -hmm. person, and and build it as a habit, mm -hmm. and and I love it and I enjoy it. But I mean, there's times when I'm like, oh man, I just don't feel. You know, you got yeah. aches in this, but it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't care if I'm sick. I mean, I won't go if I'm like sick, sick, and I think it's this. But I mean, I don't feel good. I'm like, yeah, I need to go work out. There's, I've been thinking a lot about discipline lately, and like, there's so many aspects to it. There's this quote I can't remember who said it, but they said that the irony of this strange life is that the most disciplined people are the most happy people. That's not always the case, but in many ways, discipline creates freedom and it creates the reward that other people only long for. But there's another thing about discipline I've been thinking a lot. It's this weird. Um, kind of secondary thing that you don't think about and it's the relationship between discipline and self-esteem that discipline is creating reputation with yourself yeah and sure. that really like um i think it's, i'm sure i heard somebody say this but like functionally self-esteem in a christian world it's it's who i am in jesus that's where my value comes from there's a functional relationship where discipline actually builds your self-esteem it actually builds your self-confidence. It actually builds your own sense of self-respect. And a lot of times it's, but, but it's this weird, tricky thing because um, I think so many times you want to wait to feel inspired. 
Right. And so, but the feeling usually doesn't come until afterwards. Right. Um, and so that's why we need a new year. We need a new year to flip the calendar. Yeah, the motivator. And so here, and so like here's like I guess my question because we're talking about like, I mean one of the things that a a prayer and fasting does that you hope it does is Mm -hmm. it creates momentum for the new year. Yeah. And so beyond the power of first, I guess just in closing is like, here's a question: what um what kind of momentum do you want to create for 2023? And, and it could be a lot of things like I have, and if you feel vulnerable, maybe you can mm-hmm. share, there are things from 2022, maybe more internally than even just externally that people know that I feel like, oh, I created a momentum here. I don't like, I, I, I let little, there, there are little things maybe in thought processes or in emotions. That I'm like, I, I, I want to reverse some momentum. And so one of the things I've been thinking going into 2023 is how to, what are the areas of my life I want to create momentum? What kind of momentum do I do I want to create? And so, what kind of momentum do you wow, want to create? I, I don't know that I've really kind of thought about that. It's like I think more about what I'm going to do mm-hmm. near, versus thinking about what's the momentum I'm going to create. Because does that me, mean, what you're going to do are the choices, and I do think yeah. it's choices that create momentum. Yeah, but like I, I just think. Because there's nothing more powerful mm-hmm. than compound interest. Yeah. There's nothing more powerful than when momentum is yeah. at your back. Mm. Um, that's really good. Is, is there anything that you would feel comfortable sharing from 2022 I, of, of momentum that you inadvertently <laughs> created maybe that you're like, well, I, you know, I mean, I don't, it is, you know, like you said, I think that I was really good for a long time uh, and having momentum of not, um, of, of not jumping to my phone first thing. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really been on social media a lot, but you know, I've hopped on a little bit here and more there. And this may not even be that it might be news. Mm-hmm. I find myself one of the first things that I want to do is like, okay, what news is out there? Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes it, it, I can get kind of so lost in that, that I, I'm not really in my, in my estimation, I'm not, creating that first space in my mind for mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. you know, and I can get, begin to get lost in the, th- you know, it's, it's just, it's almost that habit mm-hmm. of going to phone. Yeah. And I, I feel like I broke it for a good year, year and a half. You know what I mean? Of like, I, and so I, I found that creeping in mm-hmm. toward the end of 22, a little bit, just a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like just spending a little bit more time doing that. I think also, um, you know, one of the things that I want to create some momentum. I love listening to books. I will read some books. Um, I want to, I think my wife and I have been in a kind of a weird space and zone in the fact that, you know, we have one left in the house who is a senior who's graduating, going to be going off to basics. So she's going to be gone for, you know, several months and with what she's doing there, National Guard. And so we have found ourselves in kind of like a new season of, what are we going to do? Yeah. And I, I think, um, by not really planning or preparing or in, like I said, in the summer, I feel like we're always kind of like, Oh, cause it's light out. Let's go mm-hmm. work on the yard. Let's go do this. Or, you know, I feel like we're more active. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the winter we've gotten less active. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know she's not a morning person working out. So I, I think I'd like to create some better habits and momentum in the last part of my day. Yeah. What, what could I read? What could, you know, now we, you know, and we love like 
like we talked about in a previous episode, some of the series, and you know, that's kind of something we enjoy doing together, watching a series, getting involved in it, and, and that's fun. But but I think sometimes we can do that too much. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we just did three hours. Right. We just been straight. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, ah, uh, there are are there other mm-hmm. better things we can so we're productive. We're working all day. I think some of it is just you know she works very hard and she's gone out to, and so it's like okay, I get up at five thirty, and I think by the time we get done, I'm tired, mm-hmm. mentally tired you know emotionally kind of you've spent a lot for that day yeah it's kind of like veg right but i don't know that's always the best thing to do yeah. you know i don't think that's the best so so i've noticed that kind of creeping in and mm-hmm. so it's like okay what could we do and again it's kind of weird because when when our kids were younger we didn't have time for it right we're running i mean there was something almost every evening it was over the top it was like running this one to practice run that one to a game run this one to that run that one so we it was very busy and then all of a sudden they reached a certain age and then they stopped doing a lot of these activities and they're moving on and you're like now what are we gonna do because mm-hmm. we have not had free time in the evening you know what i mean sometimes to, to that extent so i i think i think how do we get some momentum? Maybe she want to go to the gym in the evening, but doesn't want to go by herself. Maybe I'll go with her. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I went in the morning. Maybe I'll do something different in the evening. Maybe I'll just, you know, walk on a treadmill with her. You know what I mean? Do something. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like there's some momentum that yeah. probably could use. Yeah. That's good. In that regard with her in mm-hmm. the, in the evenings. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But I think it's a great, that's a great thought to leave everybody on as we begin this mm-hmm. year. It's not just like, I think the challenge is how, how do you do something different this year so that you can have a different year? Yeah. I think the biggest uh, fallacy that we uh, buy into is that my year is magically going to become different. Yeah. Your year will not become different. If you don't become different. You, you have to do something. You mm-hmm. have to change something, right? The definition of insanity, doing the same thing, expect a new result. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to change something. And so I think the fast, like... I. I just want to encourage you, if you're watching this, if you're part of our church community, whether it's local or online or remote, and maybe you don't do this, maybe even are part of another church community, maybe you just watch these podcasts or listen every once in a while. Even if they're not doing it, jump on and do do something. We've got all kinds of resources on our website on this. There's daily devotional that you can do. So on top of my other reading stuff, I'll be doing those. Mm-hmm. You know, it's daily devotional uh, I, I'm always very consistent during a fast to journal. Mm. So I will journal probably every day mm. in the fast. Like yeah. that's, I just kind of recommit myself yeah. to it. You know what I mean? Right. And then sometimes because of time and other things is why I get lazy. Yeah. But in a, in a, a season of fasting and prayer, I will, I usually am very consistent in journaling. Mm-hmm. And so try to pick up some of these disciplines and yeah. then ask that question. I think it's a great way to let just, mm-hmm. I think a great way to do that is just to say, what is, what am I actually, what area do I want momentum in this year? Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, I'm going to have to do something different. Yeah. That's good. It's a good thought. That's good. It's a good thought. Yeah. So happy new year. Happy new year. Here's to another year of, we'll have, I'm sure some incredible conversations. We'll talk about some really challenging yeah. things. We've got some incredible content coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a series that we're going to do where we're going to hit all of the spicy topics at the church. The year is going to be fun. It is. And we are going to be on this podcast. Yep. We are going to be questions, comments, things that people will submit. We're going to literally put up our podcast at the X.church at church. Yep. We've kind of had this a lot of times. It's a separate conversation. We're going to merge them. Yep. And people are going to have an opportunity to, to 
ask questions and then we're going to sit on here and answer them in dialogue. So there, there's going to be some incredible conversations that we're going to have around the table this year. And I look forward to it this year. I love it. I love that we get to do this. Yeah. And we've not mentioned this in a while, but kick the year off right if you've not done it yet and rate and review this podcast. Yeah. It would mean the world to us. Get the word like literally out. stop and go leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Yep. That'd be awesome. Five stars. That'd be good. Send us an email, podcast at the X.Church, and share this around with someone that you think it would encourage or provoke. And until next week, we'll see them.